This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Zachary Reality. I am your host, Zachary Reality, and this is episode three of my podcast. We are on episode three. I did not think we would make it this far. Actually, I totally did. We're going to make it 300, actually, baby. Um, I just finished recording my episode, episode, episode podcast with TikTok sensation, the queen of let's do it, which is her TikTok slogan, Audrey Peters. Audrey is an influencer. She's a content creator. She also works at Hearst Magazines. And I have been following her on TikTok for months, probably almost a year. And I'm so excited that she agreed to come on my podcast and we dish all about Audrey and how she got started in TikTok and, you know, how she's kind of made her career and where she is today. And we also talk about the Kardashians because the Kardashians, the new season is coming back in just um, next week. Actually, the new season is coming back next week. So Audrey is a fan of the Kardashians. So we did get some reality TV juice in there. So I'm going to play the interview with Audrey, and I really hope you guys enjoy it, and we will touch base at the end of the podcast. Okay, we are here with content creator, TikTok superstar, influencer, bad bitch, and the queen of Let's Do It, Miss Audrey Peters. Hello, thank you. What an introduction. Did I miss anything? Nope, you got it all down. Period? Got it all? Period. You got it all, baby. Perfect. So we actually connected months ago from TikTok. Obviously, I was one of your first followers and I've supported oh, you. No, I remember seeing your name come up in like all my lives and my comment section. It's like full circle. It's literally a full circle moment. I can't even believe you're actually here just because I am such an OG and now you've like blown up. Did you ever expect yourself to blow up that much? It's so funny that you asked me that because I was on a high school reunion Um zoom call yesterday I went to boarding school and we were all super tight-knit and I didn't think we'd be doing anything like that ever but we I guess we did last night and the first thing everyone said was like we always knew this is gonna happen to Audrey and I think that's such like a shock because I didn't see it coming like at all like I was always interested in like internet stuff like I remember when I was in high school vine was like a huge thing and fashion bloggers were such a big deal and they were super cool it wasn't cliche then And it's all I wanted to do. And then I ended up just like for different reasons, like not sticking to it. Um, Part of me got bullied. Part of me was like, I'm kind of over this. The other part of me was like, this is a lot of work and I'm trying to get fucked up in college. Mm -hmm. Um, Because I tried carrying it over like my freshman year. And then when I joined TikTok, I thought my account was private. And I made this video about what your favorite designer says about you as a joke. And my account was not private. And then I put my phone away and then it blew up. How many views did you get? I got like a million views overnight and 10,000 followers. And then were you like, oh my God, this is it. This is what I'm doing. Yes. Um, it wasn't so much like, all right, this is going to be my life and my career. I love me. You're totally fine. This happened. Someone called me. Um, I I didn't think to myself, it's going to be my career. I thought to myself like, oh, I'm definitely going to keep doing this. Like I'm going to get sick Mm -hmm. PR. Like I never thought. Actually, I didn't even think I'm going to get sick PR. I thought to myself, like, oh, like, that's cool. Like, 
I can become TikTok famous in quarantine. Uh-huh. That's fucking funny. And then I started getting on PR lists and like companies started reaching out to me being like, hey, like we want to pay you to talk about something. And I'd be uh-huh. like, you do? Yeah. It just kind of went from there. It was, it was, it was an accident. So what were you doing before TikTok? Were you doing any type of social media content creation? No. So I work at um, Hearst Magazines. So I work with the fashion group. So I work with Harper's Bazaar, Mary Claire and Elle on the corporate side. So I'm not on the editorial side. Um, And I've been working there since November, 2019. I still work there. I think a lot of people think that content's my full-time thing. It is totally my side. I thought that's why I had you on here. I need to clarify this shit. No, no, it's totally fine. Um, But yeah, my full-time job is at Hearst Magazines. And then my um, side hustle is Is TikTok. TikTok. Yeah. And being just like a content creator. I mean, you've really blown up. It's been like a year since you started posting. I don't feel like I've blown up that much though. Like I definitely, like I'm proud of my like success. There's more to blow for you. For sure. Like I'm yeah. only at You're just getting started. There are people who like, It's Me Tanks is like a perfect example. Mm-hmm. Like he started after me, like shortly after me. And she has like about to be at a million followers. I mean, yeah. she's incredibly talented, but like, you know- people like that exist. So when you uh, like, so when someone says, Oh my God, Audrey, you've blown up. I'm like, not yeah. really. Like I'm definitely funny. And like, I'm, I'm so proud of, I'm not trying to undermine my success. Like yeah. I'm really happy with what I've achieved, but like, there's so much more to come. I guess maybe to someone like me who, who is like at a ripening 32 K you've blown up from <laughs> my you. perspective, especially because I have been following you since the beginning. Yeah. And I think that also, I remember 32K, I, exactly. It was my first, someone reached out to me being like, hey, we want to pay you to do something. Oh my God, Audrey, that just happened to me last week. Is 32 like the special number? 32 is the special number. Like, I swear to God. And I'm just like, okay, period. So what would your advice be to someone who's starting on TikTok? Because you really share it all, but you also have like this unique, dry, sarcastic sense of humor, which I'm obsessed <laughs> with. I just need to know, did you think I was going to be a total bitch? Like, were you like kind of expecting for me to be like a girl? No, I feel like I knew you were going to like be sweet with me because I've been with you since the beginning. So like, how could you not? I totally agree with you. Like, I don't think it would be right for anyone in my position to be mean, but there are so many people that are like, oh my God, she's so mean. Like, I don't know if you follow Kenneth, the, like he'll uh, do the yes. video. I mom. love Kenneth. No, I'm friends with Kenneth. Love Kenneth. Like, he's okay. going to be on next week, bitch. Love Kenneth. I'm going to listen to that episode, obviously. But yeah. um, he texted me the other day. He was like, you don't understand how many times a week I get the text that's like, what's the tea on Audrey Peters? Is she actually a bitch? Yeah. And I think it's so funny because you're absolutely right. My my humor is so sarcastic and dry. Um, and just like, I think people think I'm very judgmental and I am very judgmental, but I don't actually care. Like yeah. if someone, like my best friend has a Louis Vuitton Neverfull. Mm. I, if you follow me, you know, I really shit on that bag. Yeah, but like, like who cares at the end of the day? Like I'm, I don't actually care. So I think that it's funny that like, um, anyways, that was my question. Sorry. I, I digress, but yeah, well, I would, my advice would be to continue posting no matter how discouraged you get mm-hmm. and don't be afraid to switch it up and show other sides of yourself. Like I had yeah. always stuck to like very, um, you know, I, I didn't even start with New York city at all. Like I started with like what blank says about you. Uh-huh. And then because I'm from New York. I started going into like the whole, what your favorite brunch spot in New York city says about you and restaurants. And, and let's do it. 
neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And then from there, I stuck with that for like a long time, the what blank says about you in conjunction with like my New York persona. And then from there, people, I guess, because I have such a strong opinion on basically everything, people asked me to talk about confidence. And the first video that I ever talked about confidence got like 3 million views, became like a huge thing. Now people look at me as like, it's so funny. I feel like half my audience is like here for my judgy opinions. And my other half of my audience is like, tell me not how to not be nervous for a date. Mm -hmm. You're so confident. So it's funny, but like, don't be afraid to switch it up. Don't be discouraged if you're not getting views or likes. Don't be, you know, shy. Being shy is so overrated. So overrated. I mean, you have this New York attitude. You have this sense of humor. I'm from New York. I'm totally on board with you with the dry sense of humor, but a lot of people really don't get it. And I, you know, I've seen your comments. You do have a little bit of the haters, you know, people are really coming. Are you I'm trying to dumb it down, but I want to ask you this because you have kind of become a little bit controversial. I'm so controversial. You are. (laughs) I'm so controversial. Are you kidding? People either really hate me or they really love me. So how do you feel about being like controversial? I don't think anybody who's powerful is ever not controversial. Agree. A hundred percent agreed. You have to. I don't don't care if you like me or not. I care if you respect me and nobody can't not respect me considering what I've achieved, what I've accomplished, Mm -hmm. who I've worked with, like the campaigns I've done. There are articles like tabloids about me being like Audrey Peters, blah, blah, blah. I frame that shit and I put it in my bathroom. Period. Period. um, I mean, you took your TikTok career to like major publications and I was Googling you before we got here because I wanted to come prepared and you did have a couple of headlines and I don't know if you're okay with me bringing them up. Oh, totally. Go ahead. I think they're funny. I think the first one that I was, you know, (laughs) thrown off by, I didn't see this coming is that you got involved in a scandal because (laughs) um, you were looking for an unpaid intern. Can you kind of explain a little bit more about that? Absolutely. So I think that I learned a lot from the experience. Um, a friend of mine, I will not name her, has an intern. She's also on TikTok and it's an unpaid intern. And I actually got the idea from her and I didn't need like someone to be my slave 24 seven. That was never what I was looking for. I work full-time at Hearst. So I needed someone essentially to help me film some of my campaigns because I could, I needed to be Mm hands-free. And I had a partnership at the time with um, Overheard, which is an account, if you don't follow them to anybody who's watching, it's like a a quote account. So like, um, I was going to be reenacting the quotes that they gave me that um, I needed someone to film me. And my friend had filmed my first series for them, but it was just, it it was a big ass. Like it takes hours to film some of these, Mm -hmm. you know, filming on the streets of New York, like someone's driving over a pothole, hot, like uh-huh. um, horns are honking, like people are screaming, homeless <laughs> people are coming up to me, harassing me. Like, No, I've seen away. your videos in Times Square. Yeah. Remember that one trend? I think it was like a Taylor Swift trend. Yeah. In my head, I don't know. Yes, I remember yeah. you. I'm like, who filmed that for you? I did that myself, actually. That was with a skateboard because that oh, trend okay. was with a skateboard, but I yeah. needed a lot of my campaigns someone to help me film. I needed someone maybe once a week. Like, okay. and I just wanted, you know, I, I could ask my friends, but I didn't want to annoy them. And so many people would ask me, can I intern for you? Yeah. And my friend also had an intern. So I was like, oh, like if people want the experience, like I will totally offer it as an option. Um, maybe and- in regards to like college credit or high school credit and just like experience to like learn things. Well, yeah, totally. And it wouldn't have been, I, I mean, I'm not a um I am not a what's it called um 
I'm technically not an LLC or a corporation, so I couldn't provide college credit or anything like that. But, you know, I would have done, I didn't just leave this in the description, but I would have obviously paid for transportation for lunches, blah, 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 um, on the days that they work. And I also had so many unpaid internships that, you know, I worked really hard to get. And in my perspective at the time, and I now see how this was so controversial and, and it's wrong and it's privileged in many ways is, you who wants to hire someone that has no experience how do you get a job without experience mm. like you can't just feel entitled to that job and you have to want to work really hard and hustle to be okay with not getting paid and i think that if you were getting putting in 12 hours a day like five days a week and you weren't getting paid yeah that's super unethical and obviously you know i didn't do any specifics and so much of that is my fault and i so understand in retrospect now that a lot of people even if it is a couple hours of the week, they genuinely can't afford to be able to put in labor without payment. Mm -hmm. So I see how it's a privileged perspective and people got really upset with me. They also threw in that I was asking for money, which I never did. I was on live and people were asking me why I was having a bad day. And I said that um, I got my Con Edison bill, which is utilities bill. I got my utilities bill. And the worst worst feeling. It was literally like a thousand dollars that I completely forgot about. And I was like, fuck me. Um, people asked me why my day was going poorly. I said, I forgot about that bill. And as a joke, it was a distasteful joke completely. Mm. In respect, I was like, if anybody wants to Venmo me, yeah. um, and oh my God. was begging for money and soliciting unpaid internship. And, you know, it did was you really- ever find an intern? I did. And she's not an intern anymore. She is an assistant now. Um, and you, I hired her. her as an, a paid intern because okay, I got keep it. Let's put it out there. Let everyone put these rumors to rest. But the rumors are to rest. I hired an intern. She was paid. Okay. Um, she has always been compensated. Mm-hmm. Um, she has been with me since September. And literally this week, I asked her to be um, my part-time assistant. Does she, so now, in, is she with you in LA right now? Because I know you're in LA. She's in New York. Um, so she's helping me with different things from a distance. Just things that I, again, I don't think people realize like I do have a full-time job. So there's so many little things uh-huh. that I wish I could be faster with that she just helps me with. So it's like, you know, emails, coordinating meetings, um, filming when I'm in person with her, um, sitting in on calls, coordinating calls, you know, responding to emails that I just simply do not have the time for. My job is really time consuming. Mm-hmm. Um, so when people reach out to me, she'll send my media card, my like my rates, blah, 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 things like that. It's not remotely full-time. It's a couple hours a week. And she is compensated for all of it. But um, um, it's, it's good to hear after that whole situation. And let me tell you, I was really gutted. I was so upset with myself. I can laugh at it now because, I mean, obviously you, ha- you can't have regrets in life. And um, there's only one thing to do. And it's laugh now because it's part of my And you made Yahoo life. News. I made Yahoo News. I made Jezebel. Um, okay. <laughs> but- so what was it like, though, when you had those headlines? Did you have like a pit in your stomach? Did you feel like you got canceled? I'm like, I mean, I was canceled. I couldn't post on Inst- on TikTok without, oh, wow. I literally couldn't post on TikTok for a couple of weeks without people really coming for me. There were so many hate videos that went around about me. I'm really not one that lets hate affect them because mm-hmm. I have been told my whole, like I was bullied in high school. If you yeah. think that anything you say on the internet is going to affect my feelings, you're just wrong. Let like, you know. Let you can call me a pretentious bitch. Okay, welcome to the fucking circus. Like, I don't care. But I've always said to my friends who ask me, you know, how do you deal with the negative comments? I'm like, none of it bothers me. But the moment 
that someone assassinates my character, that's when I get bothered because I really pride myself in my morals and my just being, I think I'm a good person. Like I know that I make funny snarky comments, but it's all, TikTok's completely a false reality. And I, I am I am a good person. And yeah. the moment someone assassinates my character is when I have a problem with something. And I knew that I really fucked up when I yeah. did the whole internship thing. And just, I didn't really, like, I came from a very privileged perspective and it was really gutting to see how many people were so offended. And I lost followers from it. And to know that people who had once supported me were just so disappointed in something yeah. that I had done was just so gutting. I cried. Um, I never contemplated quitting TikTok, but I'm not a crier and I cried. Um, it was really like, again, like there's only th- like the only thing I can do now is laugh at it, but it was a really gutting experience. And it just, you know, I learned to do better. I, th- there's nothing, there's no more that you can do besides apologize and promise to do better. And I have done yeah. that. I have not gotten into a scandal since September. So, um, oh, wow. cause there is another scandal I want to bring up and I really do appreciate you like being vulnerable and talking about that, but maybe yeah, more yeah. lighthearted, maybe a more lighthearted sca- um, scandal is, um, the sandal scandal. I will never forget the sandal scandal. Now, just to tell everybody, you kind of made a TikTok video about people who wear sandals that is not near the water or the beach or at the pool. And you kind of judged people for, you know, wearing sandals. And then people found your Instagram and you were pictured wearing sandals, not at the beach, what appeared to be maybe an outdoor, you know, shopping mall restaurant area. And people came for you. And there was many TikToks about this. I think there was that, remember that one guy who posted a TikTok about you and he was like, um, blocked by, <laughs> what did he say? You know who I'm talking about? He was like a young boy. He made that video blocked by a celebrity chat. <laughs> I died. So, okay, here's my thing. I wear obvi- I obviously worked in fashion. I've worked in fashion for many years now. And before I worked in fashion, my mother and my aunt also work in fashion. Okay. So, when I meant, when I said, and this is something that I should, I would like to put anybody, anybody mm-hmm. who wants to be in social media, never assume people are going to know what you're talking about. Okay. Assume the latter. They don't know a thing. They are not going to agree. Literally always <laughs> worse and hope for the best. Okay. You can never assume that someone's going to understand what you're saying. You can never understand, assume that they're going to understand your joke. You have to be, it's a very hard task to be, mm-hmm. um, controversial but also not offensive mm-hmm. that kind of the non-offensive part went out the window for me for a long time so I've just ran with it but yeah I've worked in fashion forever and I thought that people would understand what I meant by sandals which is obviously not the case but not, I'm not even remotely the case not even remotely the case there's a video somewhere out there floating around about me that has like a million likes about the sandal scandal <laughs> but the sandals <laughs> It got him. It, it got traction. No, I was honestly so invested in it. I was actually coming for that guy who made that video about you, and I was like, "Don't come." I was like, "Team Audrey," and I didn't even know the circumstance, and I got like over a thousand likes. Like people were very invested in this. I know. I don't. I. I think it's so funny. Like, I, I mean, it's it's all hilarious to me because uh-huh. to me, TikTok is like a completely false reality. Oh yeah. But, it's um, that's what that's what that's what like going on TikTok and like sharing your sense of humor is it's just like this false right. reality and I know you are friends with the stay-at-home daughter because I saw her. the collab you guys did I mean she is the perfect example of like you know not not a reality I hope so <laughs> no I mean yes you're absolutely right mm-hmm. but I what I meant by sandals was you know I think there's a there's a very big difference between like 
a thong sandal, which is more what I was getting at, yeah. than a chic is a Beaumont heeled sandal. Like a heeled yeah. sandal is very different than like, you know what I'm talking about, like a thong sandal mm-hmm. in New York City that I see wearing people, all, people wearing like all the time. It's awful. Like or they're like Birk- running through the streets on the subway like, and everything. Right. And Birkenstocks are fine. Totally. But like a thong sandal is more what I meant or flip flops or rainbow sand rainbow sandals god forbid um i didn't mean like a chic heel not just my own because i know that the picture that went viral was me and the isabel marat heeled sandals but let him know heeled sandal as long as like it's not like a thong i i should have specified like thong sandal as long as as it's not like a thonged sandal who cares your feet just too too exposed like obviously my foot was not my toes were not very exposed in that sandal in the slightest like I don't have the sandal with me here it's in my my apartment in New York but um that's more what I meant but people really lost their shit and all I could do was yeah find that like the more followers you get the more like likely it is for people to just call you out on anything a hundred percent a hundred percent people are people are sad and miserable people are looking to create problems and be miserable and bring others down and as you grow it only gets worse completely oh, yeah. like it gets worse the hate videos gets worse the cancellations get worse like I think that you know my first cancellation was a sandal scandal which I laughed at like I was getting comments that like I was literally my friends and I were peeing our pants it was, it was so literally funny. I I would get comments that were like, we know you wear sandals. And it's oh like, my God. I can't, I literally can't. Oh my God. That is and so that crazy. Was, and that was like fine. But then like the intern thing was like, not fine. Yeah. And that's when that's they a were like, more serious I was like, all right, um, if you Google me forever now, like that's with me. So I got to be a little bit more careful about what I say. It but, was like the yeah. first thing that showed up, Audrey. No. Oh, I know. I, you don't have to remind me. Like, I know. And I can't wait to do my next apartment tour and show my framed tabloids in my apartment. <laughs> I'm, I would be looking forward to it. So obviously we, you know, we talked about a little bit the controversy, but you know what? You do have a lot of fans and you do have a lot of love. Um, talk to me a little bit about the love and the fans you receive, and maybe you can share um, your first time getting recognized or just like a memorable time getting recognized and what that was like. Oh my God. Um, so I have the best followers literally in the world. Like they are the nicest, sweetest people. Um, I have gotten messages. I mean, I get messages every single day that are like, you are the reason that I made it through quarantine or like mm-hmm. you are the reason that my confidence has skyrocketed. You are such a role model. And you have to understand that the demographic on TikTok over just under 60% of users on TikTok are from the ages 13 to 24. Yeah. And 40% of that is 13 to 17. It's a very Gen Z space. Yes. So, oh my God, people keep calling me. Sorry. What the hell? Guna, put your phone um, do not disturb. No, it's on my laptop. That's the problem. Oh. Like it's connected, it's connected to my laptop. Well, what but can I'm we sorry. say? You're, you're booked and busy. No, it's literally my best friend FaceTiming me, probably telling me something dumb. Oh, okay. But, um... I have the, I've gotten messages like from all these younger girls. And I think the most memorable message I can tell you off the top of my head, it's actually this little boy who was in the hospital with brain surgery. Like he was getting brain surgery Mm. and it was like the most touching, like novel of a paragraph that was like, you're the only reason that like, I feel like I can hold on right now. Like your content is so my it's my everything right now and I literally like I got that and I cried I was like the fact that my content reaches people like it's worth it just for you Mm -hmm, literally all the hatred every single nasty comment I've gotten just for that this kid can hold on 
while he's getting brain surgery mm-hmm. is that's all that matters to me. Yeah. Um, I've actually gotten, that's the most memorable one off the top of my head. I'm not going to name the person, but I even remember the uh-huh. username. Um, apart from him, I've gotten so many other ones that are like people that are sick that are like, your content is like the best part of my day when I'm getting chemo or like, um, girls that got bullied and are like, you're the reason that like, I don't go to bed crying anymore because I know that you were bullied in high school and you are doing so well. And I'm like, that is everything and more to me, but so amazing. the first time I know they're the best. And the first time that I got recognized was actually the first, I, I was in Miami. So my parents live in London, but they have a home in Miami. So we were quarantining there, mm-hmm. um, this time last year. And when I, we, when I tell you, we didn't leave the house until June, I didn't leave the house once. Wow. Until and this is your first, first time out. This was my first time out. Very how, many, first time. how many followers did you have at the time? Literally like a hundred thousand followers. Okay. So you're, so well I was well known. You're known yeah. by a few. I was known by a few. Yeah. And it was the first time I left the house and I went to a dentist appointment and I was leaving the dentist and in the waiting room, I guess there was like a group of girls. And I guess the way the dentist office that I go to in Miami is set up is like, there's a waiting room, like glass doors, but you can't really, there's curtains on the glass door. So you mm-hmm. can't see through, but the glass doors, you can still hear everything that's going on. And then right past the glass doors is like a, the desk where you pay and check in. And then further back is the offices where you get like the checkup and blah, blah, blah. Okay. And I guess they heard me talking and checking out and paying with the lady at the front desk. So I come into the waiting room to like make my exit to like get in the car and leave. And all these girls were like, oh my God, it's Audrey Peters. Oh my God, we recognize your voice. Oh my God, we're obsessed. So it's like a group of girls. That's so different than just like one person. It was a group of girls. And it's funny, they didn't know each other. One of them said it. It was like a group of girls that were all waiting to see a dentist. And because there's more than one dentist in that office. Mm-hmm. And one of them had the courage to be like, oh my God, you're Audrey Peters. Like I heard you while you were paying and I thought it was you, but I wasn't sure. Mm-hmm. And then all of the other girls chimed in and they were like, I think it was like five of them total. Mm-hmm. And they were like, oh my God, it's Audrey Peters. Like we love we your TikTok. Audrey Peters. So what, I, oh my I, God. So did you take pictures with them? Like what was your reaction? They didn't ask me to take pictures with them, but I chatted. I always try to chat with people that I meet and recognize me from TikTok because I literally wouldn't have my platform if not for them. Yeah. Um, and that was like obviously like a very special moment when someone rec- like that was the first time, which was really yeah. cool. And then I think w- I've it's gotten to the point in New York that, and I, I I don't mean this in an arrogant or condescending way at all. Mm-hmm. It's just like my current reality at this point. Yeah. Um, I literally, and I also think that my demographic in New York is literally my neighborhood. Like I live in West Village, so well, whenever a lot I'm of in- your content is you know New York based, right. And I think that a lot of people in their 20s, which is my demographic, live in West Village, Soho, Lower East Side, Greenwich Village. Um, Murray Hill. Uh, Village, not Murray Hill. I don't go there. But um, And you also don't date guys from there either. I do not. But I have actually in the past once. But never. Ah, did he live in Murray Hill? No. He lived in Stytown, which is different. Um, but um, I was, I see people, I can't leave my house anymore without someone being like, oh my God, really? so that girl from TikTok, even if it's casual. Um, and again, I do think that's because my demographic is based literally in that area. I am very niche. So um, yeah, I would say they're literally the best people ever. Like I always, like some people ask for selfies. Some people um, will just like ask if they can hug me. And it's literally, even if it's a pandemic, like I don't care. Like I'll hug yeah. them. I'm like, oh, thank you so much for supporting me because- That's amazing. 
I really, I do need it. Like I really need the support more than people would think I because know. I have I feel much that. I feel that. So now you're in LA though. You're spending a few months here. Um, have you been getting recognized here? And like, what is the difference between LA and New York? Do you like it here better? Do you think we're going to move here permanently? Like, what are you up to in LA? Um, so my lease was actually ending in New York, December 1st. So I packed up, put my things in storage, put my things with my friend's apartments Mm -hmm. and my best, one of my best friends from college lives in LA and she lives in a two bedroom alone. So she was like, come live with me in LA until it gets warmer. And I just, I lived alone in New York. I lived in a studio. Um, I loved my, I love my parents dearly, but there was just no way I was going to quarantine in, um, London or Miami with them. Mm -hmm. Again, there was just literally no shot. I was doing that too much time with parents and I just didn't want to quarantine alone in a studio because I knew things were gonna get bad in New York like it wasn't like in the summer and in the fall it was so much fun like corona didn't really feel like it was impacting downtown that much like I would be going out to lunches with my friends we were sitting outside we were like wow we like the outdoor seating so much better than regular summers in New York it's so much better Mm -hmm. but I knew that wasn't going to be the case for the winter obviously indoor dining was going to be closed the restaurants were going to be closed we would have virtually nothing to do yeah um so I was like all right like I just won't waste I was going to resign my lease and then I was like why would I do that I'll just get a new apartment when I come back in the spring and save some money so I came into LA I put your stuff in like storage yep everything's in storage um I am going back at the end of this month March 27th I go back but I love I yeah so soon I'm so excited um I've loved my time in LA it's been great um I don't see myself living here now okay I'm just I I've I've lived in New York since 2011 like I don't I don't know. I think your twenties in New York, in my opinion, is so special. I don't want to leave that quite yet. I could see myself moving to LA in my thirties. I get recognized here, but I also don't leave the house as much. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just different. I have, um, I think I de- obviously my things in New York. I have so much more of a presence in New York Yeah. and I'm competing with like Kendall Jenner here. Mm-hmm. So like, <laughs> um, it's just, it's just different. Um, so it is, it is really different. I was going to say, like, in a sense, I'm a nobody here, which I, I could not care less about. But in New York, um, not, I'm not necessarily a somebody, but like uh-huh. I am I am New York in a sense. So yeah, that's where a lot of your TikTok is based. Now, I grew up in New York and I moved to L.A. about a year and a half ago. And I love L.A. Like I am L.A. I breathe L.A. I am never going back to the East Coast. Like I truly love it here. But I know that it's not for everybody. No, I, I, I do love it. And I will say the lifestyle is superior. Like it is definitely better. Like it is. It's warm so here. Much, it's so much healthier and the weather is so much better. But like, I am deeply, deeply a party girl, deeply. And I don't, I just, I just can't get that kick here. It's not the well, same. You, I'm, but you don't know because you weren't here before the pandemic. But I visited. Like my friend has oh, lived okay. here. So like, it's just, it's just different. Like, yeah, I feel that it's like I'm also I my, I mean I didn't need I failed to mention the biggest issue the biggest issue by far is the driving situation yeah, I don't have a license yes I don't have a license and I also don't like cars like my average amount of miles I walk in New York City a day is 10 miles because I refuse to step foot in a cab or an Uber I don't like it do you ride I'm also that way like if I need to go somewhere far, but I'd rather just, rather if, I'm going to Brooklyn, if I'm going to Brooklyn, yes. If I'm going uptown to a doctor's appointment, yes. 
but I don't step foot in Ubers or cabs even before the pandemic. I don't like them. I get nauseous. I also get really car sick really easily. So like the car thing is just really hard for me to wrap my head around here, but I do love LA. I love it. It's just, I'm so New York. I feel that. I feel that. So let's kind of change topics a little bit. Now I believe you are single, right? I am single. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, so there was this guy Briggs on your TikTok once. You guys were once shipped. Now I was on this very, very iconic live between you and Briggs. And I want to ask about him. I was on that live. I will never forget that live. Like that live, like saved me. Like, no, I'm just kidding. But like that live was so entertaining. And I still remember it like vividly to this day. What'd you say? It was a cultural reset that live. You know, it was, it was, and I now I know you don't really go on live anymore because people, you know, started recording you and twisting you out of context. Yeah. <laughs> so, but like, let me just ask this for the, because there are people that want to know, where do you and Briggs stand? Oh my God. Did people ask you that? A couple people. Yes. Shut the fuck up. I'm not kidding. I asked some of my followers that like, who I like talk to, because I have, you know, some followers too, and I have relationships. Oh, I asked them to like ask me a few questions for to ask you so I can kind of get the general consensus. So where, oh where God, are you in Briggs? I literally can't wait to call him after this and tell him that you asked. Okay. Um, no, Briggs and I were never romantic. I was just drunk and trying to be funny. Yeah. Uh, no, at no point in time were we ever romantic. He's a great guy and we are great friends, but I was just being drunk and stupid. I was like, boyfriend. Like, I don't just, like the thing is like when I'm a drunk mess, like I don't just do that with him. Like I'll do that with like, oh, okay. I, like for instance, like one time I was out at a bar um, <laughs> one time I was out at a bar and this guy was like chatting me up. Um, and I, I started sober, but like, obviously the night like went on and I became less sober as the night went on at the bar. And um, a few tequila shots, and I'm like, boyfriend, boyfriend, boyfriend. Oh my and God, then, I do that all the time. I do that with guys that don't even know I exist. Right. And then my ex boyfriend's friend, oh. they walked into the bar and they were like, they came to say hi to me. I dated my ex boyfriend for a couple of years and they came to say hi to me. And I didn't want to look, I guess in my drunken state, I like didn't want to look like I was alone. So I was like, this is my boyfriend. Oh my God. No, I literally do that all the time. Trust me. No, it, was, it, was, it was totally for the live. Um, Briggs and I have always been friends. We will. Did you probably... have a ship name? Did a ship name? No, we did like, not. I almost felt like you guys were kind of like low key, like almost as big as Bradison, like at that time. Are you kidding? No, I'm just fucking with you. Yeah. I just had to ask that, but I want to know like, who is your TikTok crush? Do you have a TikTok crush? Because I almost see you, even though you won't be with this guy, but Tim, you know, like Daddy Tim, Tim, he, do you know him? Have you connected with him? Do I I know him? Um, So I don't know him personally. Okay. Um, I do not know him personally, but he went to school with one of my good friends Mm -hmm. and he dated my good friend's sister. So, um, you guys can never date. Again, no, I'm not, I'm not. I'm not close with her at all. In fact, oh, I don't. Okay. I've even met my friend's sister in person. Oh, okay. Um, but um, he dated someone I loosely know, basically. Okay. Um, and obviously, he's come up on my for you page. But um, my other friend has my friend. My other friend that has gone to school with him has hooked up with him. Oh, okay. Um, but he's off so, limits. No. Um. No. Oh, no, Audrey. He's not what off- is going on here? not off limits per se and tim if you ever listen to this um i don't mean this Hi, in an 
in an offensive way at all, but I would just never go for him. He is as in, he is way too in love with himself for my taste. Gotcha. Um, and I'm already so in love with myself. There can't be two people like that. I feel that. I totally you know feel I mean? that. And I almost respect that because then it's less competition. Tim, if you are listening, I am available. Please let me know. <laughs> but Audrey, who is your TikTok crush? If you had to pick one guy. My thing with like t- guys on TikTok is I have a theory. Number one, they're all so fucking in love with themselves that I Period. can't. I, oh, I know the guy. I know the guy. I take, <laughs> I, I take, I take it, it back, back, everyone. I take it back. I, I do stand with that though. I do think that all the guys on TikTok are like way too in love with themselves. Like 90%. And I would never, I would never actually go for them. And I also have a theory that they're all gay, which is so fine. But like, I do we think that the they're gays. All- We are the gays. I, the gays. I do it for the girls, gays and days, baby. That is no, it. No, for and sure. That. For sure. Um, but I think that they are all, I think that deep down they're all gay. Um, I hope that doesn't sound homophobic at all. Cause I don't mean it that way. But, um, I do think that they are also either, they are either super, super in love with themselves to the point that I, I could not handle more so than me. And that means something mm-hmm. or, that I think they're low-key gay. But um, my crush is for sure Crew Doyle. Do you know who that is? No, I, but I know the name. If I he, looked him up, let me look him up right now. Look him up right now. He's 6'5", and he lives in LA. He's 6'5". People are that I tall. Think, I think he's 6'5", or like 6'. He's really tall. And he does like these dances. and But they're not like Bryce Hall cringe dances. So like- Oh, okay. I've seen this guy. I think he's so good looking and he's 27. So that's right he's up my in alley. LA. He's in LA. He said, let's yeah. grab coffee. Have you hit him up for coffee? No, because you know, do you have any idea how many girls are probably in his DMs? Are I don't you, fuck. Are you verified on TikTok? No, I wish. I don't. Wait, why aren't you verified? I know it's crazy. I've tried so many times. Um, I don't chase men. Men chase me. Period. I'll fuck that. But um, he is super good looking. I comment on his things all the time to like get his attention and he does not give you the time of day, but one day, one day. One day, we'll put it out there. We're going to manifest <laughs> this shit. Um, so, oh my God, I'm so glad that we, I've gotten to know you a little bit more, but we got to transition because this is Zachary reality. We are going to talk about reality TV. And I asked all of my guests this, which reality TV show would you see yourself on? Um, You'd be funny. so great on so many shows. I mean, we all know that. I have been asked to be on several reality TV shows, actually. Can you name any? Yes, I can name because I rejected these. There's one that I can't name because it's kind of, I might take, I don't know. We'll we'll see. But um, I've been been asked to be on The Circle and I've asked to be on, oh, fuck, what's the other one? The Bachelor? No, not The Bachelor. It's another, it's another Netflix one that I can't remember the name of. Too Hot to Handle? No. Love is Um, Blind? Okay, either way. I can't remember. I'll tell you after. I'll look after and I'll tell okay. you. Um, but I've been asked to be on The Circle multiple times. Another one. And I was just asked to be on another one recently. And I'm still thinking about it. So okay. I'm not going to say what it is. But um, if I were to be on one reality TV show, it would definitely be The Hills. Okay. 100%. If, yeah, if 100%. But then you would have to live in California. That would be fine. With that life, I'm fine. Okay, <laughs> Do you watch any reality TV? I know you're not, I know you said you're not like a super big reality TV fan, but do you watch any so other I've shows? I've definitely watched reality TV. Of course. Um, in general, I just don't watch a lot of TV. I'm always like on TikTok if I have time or like 
shopping or like with my friends. Period. Well, but, I think there's uh, people that enjoy like the long episodes and the movies and binging. And then there's other people who enjoy like shorter content, like TikTok and the YouTube videos. You're, you're more I on that the, phase. Yeah. So I have the attention span of literally a fly. So yeah. I can't, I, unless it's like a succession type of show, which is like so good. And you're so invested in the plot line. Like my attention span is like, I tiny I totally feel that but I do love watching the Kardashians I don't necessarily like I'm not religious about it but if it's on tv I put it on tv like I love yeah. I think they're so funny oh, well let's let's talk about it because I sent you the trailer which is premiering next week so I know. we do have to talk about this trailer and what we can kind of expect on the upcoming season um you know you are talking to the reality tv like guru like this is the future you are like the reality TV king. This is like the future reality Steve here. Obviously. Like an- slash Andy Cohen slash Ryan Seacrest slash I'm, Bretman Rock. I'm, I believe it, baby. I, I believe it. I'm just happy okay. I got in early. Oh my God, I love you. We need to go to dinner before you leave LA. Yeah, please, please. Okay, we're, we're going to make a date. Um, But the Kardashians is coming back next week. I'm personally really excited. I will be watching every single episode, probably watching them twice. Are, will you be watching this season? Um. Actually, I'm pretty invested in watching this season just because it is the last one. And whether or not people like them or not, they were such an iconic show and family. Uh-huh. But I would, I think it'll be really fun to be a part of like, usually I don't give a fuck about like the hype when all the drama takes place when like a specific reality TV show launches. Like for mm. instance, The Bachelor or The Bachelorette, the nights that it airs, everyone is storying their commentary. TikToks are being made on the spot right after. There you go. Like, and that is like a sense of community that I don't usually mm-hmm. care for. Okay. I'm invested in. Like this, I oh want to be like, I'm going to watch the last season. Um, I'm going to binge it this weekend so that I can okay. be, I'm going to be up to speed. Totally but also in general, like, I do see things on like E and TikTok. So like, I do already know what's happening in a, in a sense. Mm-hmm. But I do want to so be What did you part- think of the trailer? I think that it's like, obviously it's so well filmed and so well done. But it's I'm just like- So dramatic I- too. It's so, it's, it's so dramatic. It's literally 15 but, years we shared yeah. our life. But like imagine, like imagine if you were them. Like imagine Kylie. Like she's been on camera since she was like five or six or something mm-hmm. like that. Like yeah. That would literally be so life-altering for it to just go away, you know? I mean, Kylie kind of seems a little unbothered. And I think that a lot of childhood stars do this too when they get on TV too young. Kind of like Michelle on Full House. She never came back to Fuller House. They don't have the same memory. I feel like it's most emotional for Kim. Because she really has started the show and really started the show. Do you have a favorite Kardashian? Because if I had to guess, I would say your favorite is Courtney. Easily Courtney. Okay. Do you know who who my favorite is? Kim. Probably, but like Chloe. It's funny that you say that because I love Chloe, but I have a very strong opinion on Chloe. Share your opinion. I think she's such a, I don't know if you know the term, so I will explain the term, but I think she's a total bird. I don't know the term. Okay, my friend taught me this term. Her name is Leanne. She's fabulous. Okay. Leanne. Vocabulary lessons by Audrey Peters. Let's 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 do Actually it. By Leanne. Actually by Leanne, but I will relay. Okay. Um, a bird is basically a woman that has no backbone. So, like for instance, there's that episode where Kim is like, "Oh my God, Kanye is so upset with me because I didn't go and get him a band aid." But the man has two legs; he can go get a band aid. Yeah. Chloe is sitting there being like but why wouldn't you just do it if it makes him happy? Bitch, because Kim has things to do. She is like, you can literally, if it was like something else that was more important, I'd be like, listen, if it's gonna make him happy, just do it. Like, I understand relationships are give and take, it's compromise. 
but a band-aid and this is why like i'm not saying she gets asked to be cheated on nobody gets mm-hmm. that nobody deserves that but like bitch this is why you get cheated on you have no backbone like yeah like, they do things on their own like and i love her and i think she's so funny but i love her and i think she's so funny but like at the same time like shit like that like she's like for instance if why would you go back to Tristan? I don't care if it's your baby. Well, basically on the trailer, it kind of teased her and Tristan getting back together and that she's actually hiding the relationship because she doesn't want the world to know and that they plan on having another baby. Yeah, but you know what I mean? But if she's going to be with this guy and she's going to go on reality TV, she needs to share her reality. So I think she's going to open up to us on the final season a little bit more about it. And she's also planning to have another baby with him. And she's been spotted with an engagement ring on Instagram, which may or may not be from Tristan. Maybe she's just promoting her good American line. I think, you know, that ring could do it. But do you think that she's back with Tristan now? Or do you think she's just trying to have another baby with him? I really wouldn't be surprised if she got back together with him for the sake of like her family and her children, which like mm-hmm. on one hand, I understand. I understand that it's always easier to not have a broken home. Like, or obviously. just to have like a, a baby daddy, like with all your kids versus, you know, one of each kid. Totally. And I, I also understand that. And it's interesting because I'm a child, I'm a product of divorce. Mm-hmm, me too. So um, you would think that I have a super strong opinion re people staying together, but I actually feel quite the opposite. Like if you don't feel like you're good together, I think you should definitely try because you want to not have a broken home. Mm-hmm. But like, I'm so grateful that I never saw my parents fight. Like I, they divorced when I was really, really, really young. I was six months old, but like I'm so grateful that like, I didn't have the experience that a lot of my friends have that like, they saw their parents bickering and then they had this nasty divorce and they talk shit on each other. Like eventually that's what this would boil down to realistically here. So like, why wouldn't you just, and you also deserve to be happy. Like as a parent, like my dad left my mom and like my dad deserves his happiness too. So like, I know that, you know, of course I'd love my parents to be together, but like, if it's, you know, them separate and happy or together and miserable, like divorce and like, maybe she just wants to have another baby with him and she has to kind of stay with him for that. I mean, it's also probably really hard to date though, as a Kardashian, and it's probably really convenient having him around. That is literally so weird though. It is for sure. And I love Chloe, but it's really been hard to kind of support her as an OG Chloe fan. Just because Tristan did, you know, cheat on her like a day before she gave birth. I think that is worse than him cheating on her with Jordan. Like she was pregnant in labor and he cheated on her. I mean, there's just so many things wrong with the situation that I can't even wrap my head around it, which is why Chloe literally can't be my favorite. Like I obviously anybody who watches my content knows like I am such an advocate for feminism, Mm -hmm. strong, independent women. Like, come on. Yeah. So what about Courtney and Scott? So they might get back together, but now we see Scott with Amelia. Do you have any thoughts on, you know, the age gap between them? Um, I don't have an opinion on the age gap. I obviously think that just in general, not, not specific, sorry about the dogs, not specific to Courtney and Scott, I don't think that, you know, going for a younger guy is smart because they are already like, let's say a guy is 25 mentally. He's 15. Mm -hmm. Back 10 years always. So like, oh my God, Poppy. Um, And that's your friend's dog in the background, right? Yeah, friend's dog. Um, But I do think that like, it's, it's just like, I mean, you gotta I, say I, how you feel. 
it's irresponsible to i don't know okay that see that was the wrong word that's not the right word word choice it's i don't think it's irresponsible to go for a younger guy i think it's a little naive and a little bit stupid i don't it's not the age gap that bothers me so much i really admire courtney for building her family and then really just putting her foot down as a mom it's so hard i can imagine that like she was obviously so in love with scott and she wanted him to be in the family but like he obviously wasn't giving her what she needed and no matter there's just nothing that's worth that. The kids are going to be fine with their dad. No, but I agree with that. And I also think that's what Chloe's trying to do too. She wants to have all her kids and then put her foot down. And I think Courtney always knew that it wasn't going to last with Scott long-term, but she did want to have all her kids. And now she, you know, she has her three kids and they're growing up. And I think Chloe really wants to have one more baby. And I actually do believe um, that Chloe is pregnant at this very given moment. You know, she did you mention in so? the trailer. She mentioned in the trailer that she was doing a surrogacy. So I believe that she's pregnant at this given moment. And I do believe that she will be able to hide the pregnancy just like she did last time and just like Kylie did. So I think I they mean, have a lot of connections. If it's a surrogacy, that's really easy to hide. But like- Yeah, she's totally pregnant right now with the surrogate. My money's bet on it. That would be literally crazy. Oh, absolutely. Because like, do you remember when Kylie came out with all that shit? That was fucking nuts. But we knew that for months. It was so obviously teased. I didn't know that for months. How did you know that for months? Because it was just so obvious. Everyone was talking about it for months and months. That is so, I, I guess I'm just not in the loop the way you are, obviously. But like, I didn't put that together at all. But anyways, I digress. I love Courtney and Scott. I hope, I actually do hope that they get back together. Me too. Scott, the elephant in the room right now is just like how it's going to be so hard for them to get back together after. Um, Amelia. Amelia. Yes. That's, I can't even like I can't even believe that you don't watch Housewives because I feel like you would love Lisa Rinna. I I've seen a few episodes and I think she's hysterical. But like the Hamlin girls are like so beautiful. Like girl, like what are you doing? Like well, maybe she just wants that Kardashian clout. I mean she doesn't need it. She's already cool on her own. Yeah, she doesn't. Maybe she, she likes was- him. And if that's what she wants to do with him, power to you, girly. Mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with the relationship at all. I have a problem with the relationship for Scott and Courtney if he wants Courtney back, which we all know he does. Like, if I was Courtney right now, I would literally be like, I'm so embarrassed. And it's oh, yeah, especially because he just got out of a relationship with Sophia and that was the same age, too. I mean, Scott is literally dating teenagers. Like, Amelia's 19. Like, Scott's almost 40. Say- I was going to say it's, it's not, I mean, that's already kind of creepy. Actually. I take that back. Like he's a little too old for her. Like I understand like you're 19 and you go for a 35 year old. That's already really, really pushing it. Like when I was 21, I went out with a 35 year old for a while, for a little bit. And I remember thinking to myself, like, this is kind of awkward. Like, like um, Audrey, I went on a date last weekend with a 42 year old. And when I tell you it was awful, it was awful. He, well, there's, just, like, there's not he a lot. To- no, but he wanted, he took me to a diner. And when I told him some of my favorite spots, he took me to a diner because he wanted to make sure that he could hear me. I was like, he didn't like the lively pop. I'm like, unless it's a young 42-year-old, it's not the vibe. We were in two different generations. I was going to say, I think that a lot of the time it's tricky because like when I, I know that the way I felt when I went out with this guy, I was like, I was a senior in college and he Mm. was like a a top investment banker. Yeah, And I remember like, I was like, talking about you know the pregame and like going to yeah, the club. And yeah and he I was like it. oh well text me when you come home so i know you're safe i'm like mm-hmm. that is um, 
that is the problem with dating older men. Um, unless you can find an older man, like I mean, Scott is pretty young for his age, but unless you can find an older man that is really into it, like in I also think that Scott is like a young 40. Scott isn't young and with it because he has his family. Yeah. So he has the Kardashians. So I think that's obviously different. But on top of that, I I just I, I think it's a little bit creepy, but I guess he is a younger version. So like whatever. My only issue with it is that I really hope that Courtney and Scott do get back together one day because I actually do if they have his alcohol issues, I think they'd be amazing together. Um but it's just gonna be so hard to come back after that in Courtney's eyes, I'm sure. You know what I mean? Like no, 100%. And I don't I even don't know think- who he would date next because obviously it's not going to work with Amelia. So is he going to go to another 19-year-old after Amelia? I mean, so many hot 19-year-olds in LA. Like so why can't he go for a hot 25-year-old? Cuz I think they're all creeped out at this point. Yeah. Um, like so I don't I, think Courtney, yeah. I don't think Courtney like thinks poorly of Amelia in any capacity. I think she's literally just so embarrassed. She's like, "Oh my god, my baby daddy's doing that." That is so mortifying. And maybe we'll see part of it on Keeping Up with the Kardashians this season. What do you think about Kim and Kanye? Do you think we're going to get to see any of that? Because I kind of believe that the Kardashians have become producers on the show. So now they're able to hide parts of their life. And I don't know if Kim's really going to open up to us or not. But then I also feel like Kim is so dedicated that she might give us something because she knows that we want it and deserve it after keeping up with her for so I long. I think they're going to talk about his mental health. And that's going to be the point of tension. I think they're going to talk about it. I don't think they're going to show Kanye. Yeah. Damn. I think that they're going to say, like, I think Kim is probably going to open up briefly about how she loves him so dearly. And he'll, and I quote, I love him so dearly. And he'll always be the love of, he'll always be a part of my life. I will always love him. And he will always be my children's father. But it was just too much for me. And I also Mm -hmm. deserve to be happy. Some shit like that. Quote me. Let's see. This is recorded. This is recorded. So we can listen back. Um, Wow. Well, I want to thank you so much for coming on here. Like I said, I've been following you since you had less than 10k, Audrey. Do you remember that video I made so long ago? You might not remember it, but I was like, top three creators you need to follow. And this was when I first started posting on TikTok. It was you, Lewis, and Tim. Of course. And now I have kind of had my own following. And I honestly have to say that you truly have been one of my inspirations on TikTok. Oh, you're so sweet. Thank you so much for having me on here. It's like so fun to talk to you and it really, your support, I can't tell you, like it means the world to me. Like I can't express enough how much it means the world to me. Oh my God. Thank you. I love you. Well, thank you so much for coming on here and everyone, where, where can everyone keep up with you? Um, the Audrey Peters on all platforms. Okay, period. Make sure you guys check out Audrey. Okay, guys, that was my interview with Audrey Peters. Um, Make sure you guys are following her. She is so amazing. It was honestly so nice to have her come on and talk to her. Um, Remember, you guys can check out this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, everywhere you get your podcasts. We're also on YouTube. If you're watching on YouTube, um, I do want to thank every single person for kind of just listening and supporting me throughout the podcast. Um, we're three episodes deep and there's honestly so much more to come. I'm going to be completely honest with you guys. I did drink like a whole glass of wine during the um, episode with Audrey. So I'm a little tipsy right now, which is honestly the way it should be. But um, yeah, I just want to thank you guys so much for listening. And I'm so excited to continue this podcast journey with you guys. I'm really loving the podcast and the podcast vibe. So I'll see you guys next Thursday. Remember every Thursday, Zachary reality. And thank you all for watching. See ya. Bye.